Hey, it's Owen. If you're hearing this message, you're subscribed to the old feed of A Brief Chat. To subscribe to the new feed, you have a few options. If you listen via Apple Podcasts or Spotify, just search for A Brief Chat and pick the one as just A Brief Chat and the web address. In other words, not the one with Jason's name in the logo. If you use your own podcast app, you can probably search for the show there, too, and do the same thing. Or visit abriefchat.com and click on How to Listen. You'll find the RSS feed right there, and if you click on it, your phone or computer should open whichever app you use to listen to podcasts and ask you to subscribe. This feed will stop updating next week, so if you want to stay subscribed, please make the change. And thanks! Welcome to A Brief Chat. I'm Jason Crane. Today is Friday, October 25th, 2019. This is part five of a five-part series on my personal history with religion. This is a linear story, so be sure you've listened to the previous installments before you listen to this one. These days, if you ask me where I stand on the religious spectrum, you better have packed a lunch because it will take me a while to explain. I guess the simplest thing to say is that I'm a Buddhist mostly in the Soto Zen tradition, but with influences from other schools as well. I started and then stopped the process of lay ordination at one point. In recent years, I've also spent time attending Quaker meetings, and I even tried my hand at Catholicism again. Add to that daily tarot readings, and you get... Well, I don't know what you get. I had a habit of browsing the Eastern religion section of any bookstore I was in, When I moved to New York City after Jen and I split up in 2010, I came across Stephen Batchelor's recently published Confession of a Buddhist Atheist, a book that outlined Batchelor's thinking about what he called secular Buddhism. This was a real eye-opener for me. Here was a book that married the two sides of my thinking. Confession provided a roadmap for Buddhism that didn't include anything I couldn't stomach. I devoured it and his previous book, Buddhism Without Beliefs and instantly felt inspired to return to the cushion and sit. Buddhism has been a part of my life ever since. In the smartphone era, I found an app called Meditation Helper. This app operated on the very simple principle that people like to keep a streak going. The app has a widget, you can put it on your home screen, and it shows two numbers, the longest meditation streak you've ever had and the current streak you're on. With this app as motivation, I sat for more than three years without ever missing a day. And this period included a time when I was homeless and on the road constantly. I meditated in bus stations, on park benches, on roadsides, in diners, on strangers' couches, wherever I could sit quietly for 20 or so minutes. And all of this time, I continued to read a ton of Buddhist literature, too. Then, because... My behavior is often odd. I missed a day, and I stopped sitting entirely. But unlike my previous periods away from the cushion, I never left Buddhism again. Most Buddhists don't really meditate. Meditation is certainly central to Buddhism here in the West, but in most Asian countries, it's primarily monks and nuns who meditate, not lay people. I continued to do my best to live by the precepts, which are... Buddhist behavioral suggestions, 
I continued to read, and I always kept a small Buddha figurine with me, especially when I traveled. And then at some point, I started sitting again, but not quite as regularly. Nearly two years ago, I started using that app again, and it's been more than 620 days since I last went a day without meditating. For a while, I attended a local Zen center here in central Pennsylvania. I started the process of lay ordination there, but stopped. And again, I'm not 100% sure why, but I think it's because some of my anarchist leanings overtook my desire to be part of a religious organization. But, I mean, to be honest, I'm really still exploring that myself. My friend Mike is a Baptist minister and a union organizer. He performed the wedding ceremony for Owen and me when we got married last year. He once said to me that I was the most religious person he knew. At the time, I rejected that out of hand, but I don't anymore. Remember John Holt? He was the Methodist minister with the rubber chicken. He once told me many years after I'd left the church when I saw him again when I was an adult that I needed to get paid to love people. I remember that really rocked me back on my heels because it sounded so right. In recent years, I've attended a Unitarian church, I thought about divinity school, I spent time with the Quakers, I stuck my head into some Catholic churches again. In the past few weeks, in fact, I've been thinking about attending Quaker meetings again. But I never seem to stick with anything except my personal religious practice. Maybe that's as a result of me rarely sticking with anything, religious or otherwise. Maybe it's a reaction against structure and authority. I don't really know. I still fantasize about being a religious leader or living a monastic life. And I really haven't come to terms with everything that means yet. Since moving to Pennsylvania, I've been experimenting with different ways to redirect my thinking outside its usual patterns. Meditation is certainly one method. It's a slow one, but it works. But there are also others. For example, I tried the I Ching for a while, but it didn't really resonate with me. And then I discovered tarot, which really did. I've been pulling a tarot card for nearly a year each day, and I've done a handful of readings for others, too. When we relocate next year, I would really like to get more serious about doing readings for other people. It seems to be one of the ways to get people to sit down across from me in the way a religious person might be able to. If you want to hear a lot more about my tarot experience, Go back to episode number 10 and check that out. I guess these days, you know, like so many people, I'm a searcher. I'm a Buddhist, sure, but I'm also inspired by and drawn to other experiences and other ways of thinking. I'm also still really attracted to ceremony and ritual, and yet at the same time, I often rebel against structure. It's all really confusing for me. And... I don't know, perhaps I'll never figure it out. But I think it's safe to say at this point that yes, I'm a religious person. Whatever that means. It's been really fun for me to explore this history this week. I hope you've enjoyed it too. I would love to hear your feedback or your own stories. You can drop me a line at jason at abriefchat.com and be sure to let me know if it's okay to include your story on the show. Head over to abriefchat.com to become a member too. I love you. A better world is possible. Please.